The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Redder Nation, to the Redder Nation podcast. And I am your host, Raider Greg. Welcome to our show. And it is almost here. Yes, I've been saying it for quite some time now, but Sunday, hours away, September 9th, the season opener against the Stray Cats. Yes, the Cowardly Lions are coming to Oakland to be beat down by the new Lane Kiffin, Oakland Raiders. Welcome to show 161, the pregame. Yes, you know, Raider Nation, I try to get to, you know, I go to the the uh, posts and blogs and forums of opposing teams are going to play and try to stir it up, if you know what I mean. Well, I went over to the Lions and I found their podcast. They have a podcast and it's <laughs> it's pretty sad, so I don't want to cap too much on them. They call it the Lions in the Basement podcast. Three, three fellows trying to do their best to do their show. I think they have five shows and... You know, my hat's off to him because it's a tough thing to do. And let me tell you, it's not easy. And <laughs> the Lions in the basement, I would never go there with the Raiders. On a side note, the Chiefs are bracing for a new year. That was a the headline there in Kansas City. The Chiefs are bracing for a trip to the basement. Better bring your candles, boys. Those red-faced geeks. Tomahawk that. And, of course, I have to hit this because it's very important. The 66 Mob and the Chris Jones Gang, the hardest working fans in the Raider Nation. And I'll tell you, they're some hard working dudes. The NFL's longest tailgate on Mob Alley, 7 p.m. September 7th through Black Sunday, September 9th. Free food. Come tailgate with the Grizz. 66th Avenue, across from the Coliseum. It is a awesome thing. Of course, donations are kindly accepted. They are tax deductible because they feed everybody, the homeless. They do a hell of a job. They're a great group, and they rock. They got some great fans, and I party with these guys. They are the bomb, and we'll definitely get them on the video this year more than once, I'm sure. So, today's show is going to be... There's a charger on my shoulder, can I kill it? There's a Bronco on my shoulder, can I kill it? The Raider Nation in the house, can you feel it? There's a still the Raiders receivers get ready to shock the monkey. That's right, the monkey on their back, that is, from all the media saying the Oakland Raider receivers haven't done anything in a long time. Blah, 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 blah. Is there no talent? And need I say more? The mainstream media is poison. And, of course, the pregame for the Lions game. Let's smack the Stray Cats. That's right. We're going to smack them down just like the Stray Cats that they are. The pregame. And, of course, we will hit the Raider Nation podcast. Comments, forum, a section. So, let's talk first about... Raiders receivers. Can I kill it? 
Raiders receivers are ready to get down on it, especially Mike Williams, who's returning home to Detroit. And, of course, Jerry Porter, don't forget that. They didn't even play in the season opener a year ago. Ronald Curry came in as a reserve and made one catch at the closing minutes of the blowout loss. That's right. Our three, actually our two best receivers, Curry and Porter, didn't even play. Let's not talk about last year. Those three receivers get a fresh start in Oakland this year, and they can't wait. Curry finally has a starting job and is long believed to have earned it. Believe me, with his athletic skill and the way he catches balls, baby, he is the man. And Porter and Williams are freed from coaches that they clashed with years ago. Uh, Williams, of course, from Detroit, and Porter from, yes, Archell. So it's a positive, much better place for both of them. Now they get a chance to prove all the mediots wrong. We can't say we're bothered by you guys talking about the writers, what they write about us, or what people outside this room say about us, Porter said. We just have to go play ball. Well, maybe the young man's finally matured, for crying out loud, I can hardly believe it. They get their first chance to study against Detroit in a meeting that will save, will have even more meaning for Williams. The number 10 overall pick by Detroit did not fit into the offensive scheme of offensive coordinator the genius Mike Mart's system last year and was used mostly on the scout team. Yuck. Considered a bust in Detroit, Williams was traded along with backup quarterback Josh McCown to Oakland during the NFL draft for a fourth-round pick. Williams' goals remained the same as which to prove Matt Millen was correct when he picked him number 10. Williams said, as, said of Detroit's team president, that's what I'll do. <laughs> that's what that's what he'd do if he was still in Detroit anyway, and that's true. I hope Williams goes out there and works him over. William is, Williams is looking forward to seeing his old teammates on Sunday, especially receiver Roy Williams, who mentored the younger Williams earlier in his career in Detroit. He considers him like a brother, Mike Williams said. He's one of my very good friends. He's one of the guys that kept me going here. Uh, when there was no live team in the tunnel. Boy, can you have friends like that or what? In two seasons in Detroit, Mike Williams clashed with coaches, was late to meetings, and did not meet weight loss targets set by the team. Disgruntled, you could say. He had 29 catches for 350 yards, but he was a, he's an SC alumni and a monster on the field in college. That's why Lane Kiffin went out to grab him. He knew the potential of this young man, and if the preseason has any indications of his abilities, we are looking forward to a monstrous receiving core this season. He wants to go out and make plays and prove himself in what is supposed to be his, his best chance right here in Oakland, a rebirth to say. But Cowens is, the same, is in the same boat. Anytime you get a chance to play, um, and every time you don't get a chance to play as a competitor, you feel slighted. So... He's ready to play against his old mentor, his teammates in Detroit and show them what's happening. Porter hopes to change in coaches and return to the West Coast-style offense. will help him return to the form that helped him lead the team receptions in 04-05 with 140 catches for 1,940 yards and 14 TDs. Let's see it, Porter, baby. I can't wait. Porter says he's played... In this offense before, and he knows the possibilities. The possibilities are limitless. Curry has only started nine games in his five-year career, and 
is one of Oakland's top young receivers in 2004 with 50 receptions and 679 yards, six touchdowns before tearing his Achilles, which was a devastating injury for everyone that was there because we all know how awesome Curry is. And we saw him go down with that 10, and it was brutal. It happened twice to this young man, but he still got 33 catches in the final four games, setting a career highs with 62 catches for 727 yards, half a year. That earned him a starting role alongside Porter in this opening season, and that he deserves. I've always taken advantage of the opportunities, Curry said. I feel like I should have been playing more in the past, but now I have the opportunity. I want to make the best of it. I'm healthy, and I'm ready to go. Awesome. Now, with Oakland's trio of receivers, along with Minnesota's Kassoff, Travis Taylor, and rookie Johnny Lee Higgins, who both look phenomenal. Travis Taylor looks like a monster. Different receiving style. He's more of the diving catch kind of guy, but he makes the catches and he makes the yards. I really like this guy. He can happen. Now, none of our receivers have a 1,000-yard season. None of our young receivers had a 1,000-yard season, um, but... Kiffin hopes that they'll all have a 1,000-yard season, I'm sure. Uh, and you know what? This is something that Kiffin said, and it's pretty cool. He said, it doesn't bother him that there's no necessarily a standout receiver above everyone else. That's because everyone has worked extremely well as a group, Kiffin said. They do complement each other very well. You have five really different styles, and you really break the guys down individually. They have a lot of things that they can help us with in certain ways. Awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Now, the Oakland Raiders receivers, I have no doubt this year, will be stellar. That is if we have the bright quarterback throwing the ball. This leads me to a rant. (laughs) Okay, so ESPN says that McCown's going to start, definitely. USA Today says that McCown's going to start. Now, Coach Kiffin didn't tell anybody who was going to start. There was speculation because Culpepper was running around like a he just, you know, was engaged to be married, and McCown looked like he lost his best friend. To me, that doesn't sound like he's going to go up first. It sounds to me like Culpepper's got the, the nod. Well, there's always ways you can go, all kind of ways you can go with this, but I'll tell you this. Kiffin's did a great job of confusing everyone, including the kitty, 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 the Lions. Smack them, Lions, man. Smack, smack them pussycats. We got to beat these mofos. I'm telling you, partner, we got to do it. But need I say more? That is about that. Let's talk about Smacking the Stray Cats. Black and orange stray cats hitting on a This will be the pregame for the Lions versus the Raiders at home Sunday, September 9th, where the Oakland Raiders will have a new season, a new direction, a new coach, a new offense, and the old nasty ranked number three defense in the NFL with Rob DeMar Bryant. Welcome, kitty, 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 kitty. 
We're going to take you down like a burlap bag. <laughs> and all that implies. I love it. Well, let's talk about the team. Mike Martz, of course, the offensive genius, will be calling the plays from up high. And he he didn't have Mike um, Williams in his plan for offense, but he's going to get a bird's eye view of Mike Williams torching his team on our offense, and I love it. Calvin Johnson and Roy Williams did a pretty good job in this preseason uh, against Cleveland and also Cincinnati. However, there are pregames, and just like our games, they were very, very close, and you really can't tell a whole lot from preseason. Broken record, I know, but that's kind of what it's, what it's saying. Now, the Lions think that they got it going on. Quote-unquote, we got to beat Oakland. We can beat Oakland. No more talking. It's just about doing. The Lions are coming out here, and they freaking mean business. And if the Oakland Raiders think they're going to take them lightly, they got another thing coming. However, now, with the duo of Calvin Johnson and Roy Williams, you have to look at what we have in the secondary. Of course, Naomi Asamoah, Fabian Washington. We got Stu back there as well, and the linebacking core is also very, very good. What I say also with the um, Detroit offense is their offensive line was suspect as ours was, and there seems to be no improvement as far as change of personnel or much. They're hoping for a better passing game because Kitten is pretty good on the rollout. But their offensive line is not going to be able to stop our front four. We should be able to go through, pressure him a lot. They're going to get some passes off, and they're going to make some big yardage. But we got to keep that to a minimum on the defense. No big plays at the wrong time, which are actually not counted at all towards a victory. Kevin Jones was activated from injury reserve as the running back. Good luck, Kevin, because our front four are going to take you down. The 4-3 defense that Rob Ryan has this year with Warren Sapp and Gerald Warren is going to be brutal. Welcome, Kevin Jones, to a loss of two yards. Nice talking to you. Now, Kitty Cat Kidna, their quarterback, predicted if they didn't get 10 wins, that's right, Raider Nation, if they didn't get 10 wins this season, that it would be a disappointing season. Well, you better get ready for a big bunch of tissues, Panda, because your first disappointment's coming on Sunday when the Raiders clean your clock with their new offense and brutal defense. I'll tell you, 10 wins. Give me a break. You got some huge stones, and they're not in your package. They're up in your melon, for crying out loud. Their defense is suspect in the secondary, and Culpepper or McCown should be able to blow them out with some great passes, and our running game should be great because their defensive line was a virtual uh, revolving door for the running game. We should win this game. There's been changes. They have coaching changes. Now, the one thing I can tell you about this team is their whole new attitude, just like the Raiders. But, I mean, the Lions have had so many years of poor performance and so many mess-ups, and they point at the Raiders. Come on. Give me a break. I guess the media has pity on the Lions because they've blown for so many years that they're just so pathetic that the media doesn't even want to deal with them. That's what I think it is, and that's why there's not a whole lot of rumble about this game in Oakland. You know why? Because 
really, the sportscasters will tell you they're not real sure who's going to win this game. The Raiders could kick their ass, or the Lions could be the, you know, they've been the poster child for let's get a better team in here. You know, the commissioner, Goodell, went over there and held hands and sang kubaya with the team for being such good citizens. Well, I guess that means the NFL is going to try to push him to the top, and we should expect the Zebras to throw extra tissues on us this this game. But nonetheless, we have to play through that crap and get going. The Raiders will beat the Lions this Sunday. I'm here to tell you I will be there to see it, and we better shout it out to the world when we're in there. I expect everyone to be without voice on the way out of the Coliseum on Sunday. You better believe it. I have faith in our coach. I have faith in the system. I have faith in the offensive coordinator and the line coach. It's the first time I've really had faith in the coaching staff in the last four years. It's the first time that I felt that we have an opportunity to turn things around because all the key things are in position. As a fan, I am jacked. As a fan, I am jazzed. As a fan, I am excited about the changes that have happened, and we are also going in the right direction. This Sunday, Lane Kiffin will unload his new offense on the Detroit Lions, and the rest of the world will know that the Raiders are on their way back to dominance in the AFC West. Lane Kiffin will show that we mean business on Sunday. The locker room knows it. The atmosphere is right. The attitudes are right. I've seen it in their faces. I've seen it as they've practiced. I've seen it because we have all seen the other end of the spectrum with this team. We've all seen the shenanigans on the sidelines. We've all seen the pouty, whiny players. Nothing like that has happened, and nothing like that appears to be on the horizon. Now, now that I'm talking about it, I'm going to get right into this very quickly. Jamarcus... Jamani, Jamama, Russell. You know what? I'm sick and tired of it. There's a lot of fans on the boards that are sick and tired of it. Raider Take is sick and tired of it, and that guy's got more patience than I can believe. I will tell you, Jamarcus, sign the papers, dude. <laughs> sign that contract. You better sign it before the first game. The funniest thing of all is that the Raider Nation doesn't give a shit whether you're here or not. That should be troubling to you, young man. She's troubling to the fact that you might sit on the pine all year and still get traded away next season. You just don't know that. The fact that you're trying to get all the money for nothing, all money for nothing and your chicks for free, is just a joke. No one gets it. I wish I had a job like that. I wish I could get paid for... for for potentially showing up to work, but if I don't feel like showing up one day and decide to go, you know, fight some chickens or some dogs or, you know, who knows what, turtles, <laughs> some cats. <laughs> I could be in prison for 10 years and not have to pay Al Davis back his $30 million. Well, that's some bullshit. Sign the freaking papers, dude, and get your ass into the Alameda facility because camp is over. And you ain't going to be, you don't mean anything anyway. You are a non-factor. Jamarcus Russell, non-factor, number one draft. You got a long way to go, Padna. And you got a lot to prove to the nation before you get your respect back, dude. That's what I'm saying. And that's what I mean.
All right, Raider Nation, we've got to turn quickly to the Raider Nation podcast comments forum. All aboard! <laughs> I, 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 I. <laughs> now, I want to tell the Raider Nation on our podcast forum we have now opened the door so you can put in pictures and things but don't lose control <laughs> that's all i'm saying that's all i'm saying Padna. okay here we go i want to start with this one from john miriam and his lovely wife what great people what great fans from back east of course uh philly i believe but nonetheless Awesome folks, um, great fans. We had a great time with you guys. I hope you can come back for a game. Anyways, John says, locked and loaded. And John is a fanboy. He's on our video cast. Nobody will see us coming. They all have the Raiders marked down as a win in their team, for their team. I can almost hear their groans of disgust from the fans of other teams when the Raiders lay waste to another overconfident team. Those ESPN fools won't even give credit to this team, even if their so-called favorites fall. U.S., us against the world, ESPN, NFL Network, and 31 NFL teams wrong again. Now, ain't that a biatch? East Coast Raider fan just leaking the Raider truth out to the rest of the world. I love it. Very good, John. Nice take. Very smooth. Tokai Raider, Bart Bottles, and Keystone Cops. Question for the nation, do they still have cops taking bottles from people across from the Bart Bridge and the Coliseum? I haven't taken Bart to the game in a few years. I don't want to put my pregame inebriants taken away from me before I had a chance to uh, even toss a few back Thanks. No, they will not take it from you. Just have it in a bag that's closed. Don't be you know, drinking it as you go across. Keep it in a bag that's closed. You can take a case with you across there. Don't worry about it. It used to be different, but since the Raiders took it over, it's much cooler. DJC, long-distance Raider. Hey, Greg, and the rest of the Raider Nation, I'm a long-time, long-distance fan from Scotland. Right on! Been following the greatest team in professional sports since back when Howie used to chase down Horseface Elway, Marcus ran through the league, and Mark Wilson used to throw away games. The defense had to put us in a position to win. Sound familiar? Got a couple of questions for you guys. One, outside the Super Bowl wins, what's your favorite Raider moment? I've got two. First is getting up at 2 a.m. to tune in the Armed Forces Network to hear Bo Jackson trample Bosworth in the Sea Chickens in the Kingdom. That was beautiful. The other was listening to the Raiders win over by 20 points at Maha Stadium, knowing that my best mate was there to see his beloved tacos. That's precious. For you, Greg, what is the hip-hop tune that you... uh? Use on the Silence of the Lamb show. Gotta get the hold of that one. Piss off some Daco fans and some Dolphin lovers. Cheers, and here's to a better season. Amen. Well, Randy writes in here, of course. He's got the the song is called um, Silver and Black Attack. So that's what you got to get. That's what you have to go. And that's what the song is, if you know what I'm saying. Okay, here we go. New York Raider Tommy. 
Tommy comes in just reading the past comments, week's comments. I haven't been visiting as often as I have in the past, but I'm glad to see that we have a doctor in the house. Call our kids. Chris needs one. Oh, and a little surprise. My boy Rick likes hip-hop, or as he put it, rap. Nice, Rick. I'll bring you a, f a freshly mixed CD this year when I visit. Great, Tommy. I hope you make it over here. But on some football talk topics, I was puzzled. On some players that they cut from the roster, but what can you do? I heard a rumor that they actually dropped Quentin Moses. Yeah, they dropped him like a hot potato, but he got picked up. He hates some more hating BS that the media puts out, and he's pumped for Sunday. Can't wait to start already. I see a victory in week one. El Costa, uh, your Madden post. He's talking about uh, Madden 08. He says, my boys are coming back tonight and tomorrow and will be in the attendance. Make the Braves rush for the 27th. Ah, 27th, he's talking about the Yankees. Well, don't don't uh, count your chickens because the Mariners aren't out. Colorado Chris, got to tell you, the Mariners look good. They better come back together a little bit better than they have in the second half anyway. Hey, unlike my A's that dropped off the planet. Nick Martinez. What's up, Raider Nation? It's finally here. We will dominate Detroit on Sunday. I can feel it. Raider Greg, if you read this, let me know where you guys tailgate. Want to meet with you in person and say, what's up? Well, Nick, we are underneath the McAfee sign, South Parking Lot. If you stand there underneath the middle of the McAfee sign and look out towards the parking lot, you should see Raider Nation podcast banner uh, up on top of our canopy. If not, you can call me. Or send me an email on, on the MySpace, and I'll send you my phone number. And that way you can you can get a hold of us if you can't get a hold of us. Crusader Raider, my brother, Keith, comes in Sunday. Hello, Raider Nation across the globe. Can't wait for Sunday in the season opener. When we tame the cats and become the Lion Kings, wherever you are around the world, let's raise a drink together in unison to our international support of our Oakland Raiders. Here in England, I shall be barbecuing with my fellow crusader, Big Wave Dave Chapman, as we watch the game together, which kicks off at 9.15 p.m. in the evening, our time, to my fellow brothers in Japan, Scotland, Wales, and Germany, and all over the world, including all those closet fans in denial on the other side of the Big Bridge. Let's cheer our boys on to new glory. Great work as ever, Greg and Randy. Looking forward to partying with you guys in November. Regards, Keith Smith, Crusader Raider, London, England. He is a hell of a fan and has more Raider stuff in his house than the majority of people that I know. He is a definite fan. And over there in England, it's coming over in November, though. We're going to see it for the Bears game. Raider Vince, it's on for sure. Man, all day I saw it. The air people can't stop talking about this, the game on Sunday. I can't wait till we stomp the Pussycats. I hope Pepper drops bombs on those fools all day. One thing I have to say is I was reading the press demo today, and already the media assholes are saying that the Raiders are on top of the rumor mill. Who gives a shit? The Raiders are going to kick ass and prove that we are worth talking about and better than what they say. That's for sure. They say that Al Davis is still making moves for Lane and getting rid of Moses was a mistake. Al Davis is the man. Leave the man alone and give him the respect he deserves. Media punks, jag off. And get ready for the 07 Raiders and to blow your mind. Raider Nation, rise up, young and hungry out. Raider Vince, Raider J, 
Four days to the dawn of a new era. Can you feel it, Raider Nation? I said, can you feel it in the air? I can feel it from Boston to Miami to Phoenix to Denver to SoCal all the way to Green Bay. It's fear, my brothers and sisters. It's the fear of the NFL knowing that our Raiders are back and sicker than ever. I love it. We've been the butt of the jokes too long, but no more. Raider Nation has risen up from the pits, and we've said, we're back. They thought that we were going down and out, but Raiders never quit and Raider never dies. In four days, we open the black hole and swallow those kitties from Detroit. Then it's on one more, and I will say for sure, we'll all be waiting for. I know that I have a glee in my eyes when we go to Denver and let those biatches know that the silver and black is back. I've got a lion on my shoulder. Let me kill it. I've got a donkey on my shoulder. Let me kill it. Long live the Raider Nation. Raider Greg, you and Randy rock. From one bronca to another. Que viva los Raiders. Raider J is out. Can you believe I said that right? I can't believe I said that. I, I hope I said it right. I don't know if I did or not. Okay. Shram a man Raider fan. <laughs> so I don't know what that is, but that's what it is. I love TV. I love the Raiders network has come to Oregon. I hate those other bullshit commentators. I love the new people. I love it. Keep it coming. Unfortunately, I had to watch the Raiders and Seahawks on Seahawks TV. It made me sick how they said we were going to do so many things wrong and all that bullshit. Okay. Juan George comes in, busting it up. This is a bunch of crap. I was reading the article, the decision that Kiffin announced starting QB is was because Davis wants Culpepper and Kiffin wants McLeod. Always, always the controversy the media throwing on the silver and black. And just like Juan Jorge says, that's some bullshit. Nick Martinez, hey, Raider Nation, just read an article in USA Today that says Jay Russ, the real deal is close and might be done before Sunday. Don't know if it's true, but USA Today Online. Well, it also was reported that Jamarcus Russell's uncle said that they were close to a deal. Well, it also was said that Jamarcus Russell's grandmother said that they were close to a deal. And his cousin's sister's friend's brother's friend that works around the corner said that Russell was close to a deal. Well, I don't care. It's a non-factor. Let's move on. Daniel Wheatley and Cheeto, starting QB. Allegedly, Lane Kiffin may announce who starting QB will be today. No! Word is it already discussed the matter with Culpepper McCown, and for both of them who started will be, both QBs chose not to divulge any information, but McCown did say that he didn't understand the secret. His quote was something to the effect of, the Lions know his game, his talent, and weaknesses. The Lions would be just fine in the game plan planning for Culpepper in the event that McCown is named the starter. They would still be in decent shape. I would have to agree with McCown on this topic. The Lions know exactly what they've traded away. Just because they didn't use him and it's a QB doesn't mean that they don't know what he's capable of doing. If I were the Lions, I would plan for Culpepper because he's a starter. He could, he could be the starter as well, purely based on his preseason looks. We're looking forward to a fantastic season. I see no reason that why this team should not be drastic improvement from last year. I think... It's early to guarantee anything, but I think it's safe to assume that a team will win more than two games this season. For those of you going to the Big Mac on Sunday, do the nation proud. I agree, Patna. We have had no voice when we leave that place. He also goes on to say uh, Schaefer, um, a columnist, said McCown's the man. I still don't believe it. 
I don't believe it when I see him walk on the field. Raider Vince Russell. I also heard that Jamarcus Russell's Uncle Ray says that he's, like I said, Uncle Ray and Phyllis, you know, Cousin Joni. They're all going to have a story. It's close. Whatever. It's a non-factor. Okay. Randy, digest of NFL rules plus rule changes for 2007. Here are a couple of links, NFL rules, including the new rule changes for 2007. New rules for 2007, and it's on our page on the the site here. So check it out. Randy slapped it in there so you can uh, paste it on and and check it out. It's, it's a good thing to know the new rules, man. You're gonna be stuck stuck going what happened because uh, they have changed quite a few. I should go over that in my next show, which I probably will. Uh, Randy says McCown to start rumors. Apparently, there they are. <laughs> McCown's gonna start. I don't think so. Raider Rick, McCown to start. <laughs> Reporters are in sync. It's McCown, according to PFT. Uh, ProFootballThought.com rumor mail. The report of that, that reports of ESPN and LFLN are now unanimous. Josh McCown will be the Raiders starting quarterback on Sunday. Apparently, reports early in the day on ESPN radio that came from the item in the San Francisco Chronicles suggesting that Dante Culpepper would be the starter based on his body language after meeting with between Culpepper and McCown and Coach Lane Kiffin. Adam Scheffner of NFLN reporter McCown would be the guy. Michael Smith of ESPN.com says that the Raiders are, are leaning towards McCown, so round one of the battles between ESPN and NFL, NFLN is a draw apparently. So, you know, yeah, well, who's going to be? You know, who's it going to be? I don't know. Do they know? I don't even think they know. Raider Rick says, thoughts. Has anyone thought about who's going to get the, the boot when Rhodes and Bush come back? I know Bush can't come back until after week six, is, if ready. But if he does come back along with Rhodes, I guess the light's out for Fargus and Adam Chinobli. I don't think so. Also, along with Zach changing to 80, I see Bush took 29. When Russell signs, I guess we will drop a QB unless a deal is made. I wonder if something is in the works now, so to speak. Well, he's talking about maybe we're going to get rid of one of our quarterbacks. Well, weirder things have happened. Raider Randy comes. He's fixed the link problems on the forum. He thinks. What do you mean you think? Panda? <laughs> Now Randy's going to play a bunch of my stuff that doesn't sound good. Blah, 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 blah. Awuso, Quashire, Nabuafe, Lukurukur. We make no apologies. There are no excuses. I know you have control. Okay, whatever. Daniel Winnie emailed me wondering why the, what the problem had been. There was a problem when you put the and signal in it would change it to something else well randy changed the html okay juan george comes in remember september 11th i don't have to say that that's for sure okay raider nation this is raider greg telling you that we are going to beat the kitty cats into submission bag the cats and everything that that implies <laughs> i ain't kidding <laughs> I love it. Get your ass in a seat if you possibly can. Come and see the game. We will be there potting hot. I think I'm bringing my son. James is going to be there. He's going to be the DJ, the best. He's going to come in and take over. MC, James. I can see it already. Well, 
Let's see if we can do our job. I still think we can beat these guys, but they're going to come in and mean serious business. So when you're in there in that stadium, if you're hearing me, man, I want to hear you screaming because we got to let it shout out loud. we got to scream when their offense is on the field. You know, just like last season. Raider Nation, this is Raider Greg wishing you a good game wherever you may be, on the couch or in the stadium. The Big Mac. I am out.